Hello, everybody. Yo, we finna take off like a rocket today. We are elevating in levels and different dimensions today like no other. Yesterday's meditation led, I mean, it was so heavy that it led over into today. So, today, briefing. This will be about realizing who you are, understanding the power of meditation, asking the right questions, necessary questions in your own life, and taking the necessary steps to become who you, who you supposed and not, nah, let's say it, who you was called to be. The path, bringing out the power within you. Today is going to be about giving back and receiving, how to love, how to be happy. It's going to be about so much. And it's really, I'm going to come up with something one day other than power pack. It's fully loaded. It's a fully loaded clip I'm giving you. Okay. So. Yesterday's meditation, we're going to jump into it. I realized that everything I am today is because of every good, bad, ugly, stressful thing I've ever been through. If it wasn't for me in my past, if it wasn't for me experiencing life for myself, I wouldn't be who I am today. Life is literally a roller coaster that's well worth the ride. I don't care if you get stuck at the top. It was still worth it. You learned something. Life is a lesson. And everything don't got to be so hard about it. It's how you perceive it. If you stop perceiving getting stuck at the top being so horrible... You will receive many blessings. If you realize that life take you down journeys in life, experiences, different roads, it all led to riches. If you knew the ending, you will appreciate the steps. You will love the race. So... Life is meant to be experienced. You say, we experience life every day. But do you experience life through spirit? So I'm here to whisper and talk to spirit. So get your ego out the way. Put your pride aside. Later hurt somewhere else. Because I'm here to whisper only to spirit. So if life is truly meant to be experienced, then why not experience it with spirit? Why do you allow others to tell you who you are? When you go, how many people, honestly, just you ain't got to get an answer, just honestly. How many people think being a Christian is boring? (laughs) Or hard or stressful. 
same. Me too. How many people think that going to church is the one place you don't want to go because you know when you leave, there's a possibility somebody's going to make you feel bad about yourself. You're going to go in and come out worse than what you went in. Everybody probably haven't experienced this. And this ain't true for everybody. But for some, I'm speaking to those. You shouldn't feel that way. And it's not the preacher. It's not the church. It's kind of you. It's kind of how you view things. You you allow people, preachers, teachers, peers, parents, gurus to tell you that you should stop doing this. You should start doing this. You should, you know, do this, that, and the third. But in reality, if you sit down and take a moment sometime, just sit. And meditate. Meditation is also different for everybody. If you sit and meditate. And allow spirit to speak with you. You will realize some things. For me, when I I give you a real life experience. I sit and meditate. And I will take spirit my plan I bring forth my plan whether it is how I want to be a better parent how I want to be a better woman how I'm seeking love my finances my career whatever it is I come up with a plan and I present it to spirit see this has spirit work Spirit going to take that thing, look it over, search out into the future, and give you a blueprint. You give a plan. Spirit draws out the blueprint, allowing you to build on solid foundation. You're not going to build on sand. You're not going to build a a solid empire right next to the ocean. Spirit is going to lead you into all truth. And I've learned that is the best partner the best friend, a love that you will never feel or the love that you have yet to feel rather. So when I contact spirit and I I give my plan, so, and take expectations off the plan. Okay. Cause it's always, it's a ever evolving plan is a, it's always changing. So don't come up with this. Oh, I want to be this. And I ended up with something else. You will never love where you at. You will never love the present if you have expectations set. 
because it's always changing. You will always be upset. Just love and enjoy the moment. For example, and I'm just going to be completely transparent. I went through a stage in my life where it's always been Bible with me ever since a kid. Bible, Bible, Bible. Church, church, church. It's always been there. So, when I turned 26, between 25 and 28, I got really serious. Going to churches, baptism, (laughs) you name it. I went through it all. Because that's one area in my life that I was sure about. I was secure about. And it genuinely made me happy you gotta ask yourself what area in your life really and truly make you happy where do you feel that you have become successful and that was it for me my spirituality so in my spirituality I started to master it but see I had expectations on it as well see God gave me a dream where I'm gonna go one day and I'm like, how am I supposed to get there? What I don't understand. Uh, what steps do I need to do? Okay, so where do I need to go now? What do I need to do today? I was stressing me. My passion and my dream became a job. So I had to reel it back in and tell myself, something ain't right. How can I fix this? How can I help people and love what I do so spirit was like all right you gotta uh, you gotta reprogram yourself baby girl because you have allowed people to put stipulations on you tell you that you can't have a drink that you can't do this you can't do that see and this is completely transparent here and I'm telling you Things that I don't care whether you go tell somebody else. Make sure you tell the full testimony. I went out and I tried to dance. Strip, of course. Yes. Because I was always good at dance. Never lost a talent show. I love to dance. Let's just be real. So I went out and I danced. I stripped. Literally one day. (laughs) I stripped for one day. I should be embarrassed to say that it didn't last, but (laughs) I stripped for one day. But the beauty in it, and I was young, I think I was in my 19, 20, 21, maybe. When I did this, I, I think I was 21. When I did this, I realized, spirit allowed me to realize, I sent you there. I didn't, he, spirit didn't, physically send me there but I always wanted to do it so he's not gonna get spirit isn't gonna get in my way you know spirit we allow we have to allow give permission to spirit to show up and show out in our life see I wanted I had that desire and when I went for it spirit gonna always make some good shape like, no matter where you at in your life, spirit is going to make, he going to get some type of token of appreciation out of it. So while I was there, I was able to speak to some women. Speaking to women at a strip club. Can you believe it? 
But that's the one place our life changes won't go. That's the one place preachers won't go. And if she a real stripper, there's a good chance that she would never cross paths with these people. Let's just be realistic. She's not going to functions and gatherings where preachers are. You know, anything is possible, but he used me. Spirit used me for good. That's why it's important to experience life. Now that I know what I know now, I'm still leveling up in life and making better choices. But I love, I'm happy that I experienced that because it made me a better person. Because what you don't know, you can learn something from anybody. And I learned a lot from them women. One of the ladies looked me dead in my eyes and told me, you so pretty. And I thought I was just a baddie, honey. I thought I was just bad. Because I was. I looked good. I ain't gonna lie. I worked for it. I worked. Body, hair, nail. I was just glammed up. I was pretty. It still is. But she looked at me and she was the baddest thing up in there to me. She was the best dancer. Everything. She looked at me. She said, you do not belong here. She told me straight to my face, you not going to last, honey. And I, it crushed me. I mean, anytime somebody, <laughs> I'm not, and I know it sounds crazy because why would you be crushed about not being a stripper? It's not about where I was. It's about being told what you can and can't do. It's about being told the truth sometimes. She said, you don't fit in here. She just told me. And I was like, excuse me? If you could do it. You know, I didn't say anything to her. I was just thinking it. Excuse me? If you could do it, I could do it. You know, what you trying to. And my ego was saying, she trying to say, you ain't bad enough. You ain't, you ain't fine enough. You know, my ego and my pride was trying to tell me something different than what I needed to experience in that moment what I needed to hear in that moment she was right I wasn't supposed to have been there I chose to be there spirit used it for something good I was able to teach them something and they was able to teach me don't mean I was supposed to have been there because there could have been another route that I took to make money. Many routes, actually. So then, as the day proceeded, I tried to go over with these group of girls and they was dancing for some people, two, uh, two men. So I went over there and as I walked up, this man said, I don't want no dance from you. I'm like, could this day get any worse? He said, I don't want no dance from you. I'm like, please. You know, trying to play it off like my feelings ain't hurt. I'm like, please, you couldn't handle me? No way. He was like, girl, why are you even here? In a, Why are we even talking like this in a strip club? Spirit would use anything, anybody to get the message through our thick skulls. 
Spirits, he, he used this man to say, why are you even here? I don't want no dance from you. You don't even belong here. Why, why, he asked, he, he said something along the lines of, why aren't you doing what you called to do? And I'm thinking to myself, do this man know me or something? Spirit will use anybody to say the perfect words at the right time. So, after that, I packed my bag and I quit. I quit. And I never went back. I actually never been back into a strip. Well, actually, I did go back. They, um, I went back for a concert that they had. My favorite artist was there. And I went as just, you know, he performed and I went and I never went back to a strip club again. But... The overall thing is we have to experience life. If somebody would have told, well, people told me all the time, don't drink, don't smoke, don't do this. Sometimes we just got to go through life and experience these things for a better cause until we get mature enough to start making the right choices that get us where we need to be. And it won't be so embarrassing. It won't be so hard. And it won't be such of a struggle. Don't now it, it don't mean everything's going to be peaches and cream, but it'll make it easier when you listen to spirit and let spirit lead you. Cause I should have moved to Texas and became a better me instead of getting in my own way. But see, this is the balance. You don't know what level a person on in their life. You don't know what level these people are on. You don't know where they are. You don't know if they need to go to this place, go to jail, go to the strip club, go to church, go here, go there to get what they need in life. And we are not to tell somebody what they can and can't do. We can only do this right here. Give our experience give our testimony give our story because maybe this is all some people need they ain't got to go and touch the fire to get burned maybe this is enough to spread the truth while spreading the truth they're spreading love and nobody should judge you on your story or your testimony that's love And you ain't, we don't have to be, I don't, for a person to listen to this, this is not me beating it into them. This is just love. They can take something from this and they can take something from your story as well. So another part of it, it would be everybody's sins ain't the next person seeing what somebody can handle in their life maybe the next person can't handle for instance people say oh you shouldn't drink god did not drink god did not do this and he then some say well he made wine but we don't really know we can only go for what we read 
And we should use, we should respect that Bible as another story and take what we need from it. We should take what we need from it. So, if I get off work and I go home and I've done so much good in my day, I've done so much good in my day in that 24 hours. I've helped people, I've saved lives, I've changed things, I've done so much good. And I come home and have a glass of wine. Or I you know what? Let's let's keep it raw. If I come home and drink some type of alcohol on the rocks, crown, coke, uh uh what they call it, cognac on the rocks, and I just have one and I, I get in my bubble bath and I unwind. That's that's Everybody seeing ain't the next person seeing because there's some people out there in the world that shouldn't even smell alcohol because of where they are in their life. They, they haven't leveled up and cleaned, them, cleaned themselves up to a point where they could handle that. That's why it's so good to let people experience. Also, we should love a person where they at. You we don't know what level these people are on. Now, say somebody was the come. I'm sitting on my porch and I have another glass. But I've helped so many people and I'm not. I'm just unwinding before bed. And somebody ride past the house and see, oh, look at such and such up there having that liquor, that devil juice. You don't know what they accomplished and how pure their heart was when they accomplished so much in that 24 hours as to the person that's judging probably gossip all 24 hours of the day about everybody not helping not a soul in this world we cannot judge one another and everybody's sins are not the same and what one person can handle in this world the next probably can't so it's up to you. And if it's, if it's meant for you to quit drinking or smoking or cussing or watching, you know, anything. Once you start meditating and becoming one with spirit, spirit will take those urges away. Allow spirit to take it away. Don't try to do it yourself. You do it yourself, baby. You're going to come back even worse than before. Trust me. I know. I know. I've experienced this time and time again. In every area of my life, trying to change myself. But when spirit take it away and clean you up, it's a beautiful thing. And it's something that you are confident and proud that you quit doing. Because you did it at the right moment. You right where you need to be today. And spirit is going to continue to have you right where you need to be while spirit clean you up. Don't let somebody tell you what you can and can't do. But you can also, there's a balance. You can also take from what people say in their experience. I'm very thankful to where 
I, where I am in my life and what I've become today. Because I really beat myself up. I thought I was supposed to have been a preacher. And I was like, oh my gosh, this don't make sense. You called me to be a preacher guy. But, and this was so minute. Because it was only for a split second. I thought I was supposed to be a preacher. God, you called me to be a preacher. You called me to be a preacher. But look at how I live my life. Look at what I wear. Preachers don't look like this. Man, if you don't get on with that right there. I used to say my dreams and my expect, I mean, my dreams and my appearance don't match. Man, if you don't get out of here, think about it. Moses stuttered or had some type of speech impediment. But he called Moses to speak. It's beautiful. But if people would have kept on telling Moses, quit talking, shut up, this, that, like, is the one thing, think about it, is the one thing that a person tries to take from you that is attached to your calling. People told me to be quiet. People told me, you talk funny. You talk with a lisp. Uh, it even got so... I. I know now that I supposed to speak because at one point in my life, I was riding my bike up a hill and I bit my tongue in the fourth grade. I was riding my bike and I bit my tongue. I fell off the bike and I was screaming on the way down and my chin hit the concrete and my teeth went through my tongue completely. The doctor said that I'm happy. I mean, it's a good thing y'all brought her when y'all brought her because her tongue is hanging on by a hair. Her tongue is hanging on by a hair. They had to stitch my tongue back together. Lost weight, couldn't eat, couldn't talk. Could not talk at all. So is the thing that you think is bad and people come for you, they not coming for you on purpose. It's not them. You gifted. Pay attention. See what the gift is within you. I said to myself, a preacher don't look this way. You're right. Whether the spirit want me to be a spirit whisperer, a heart healer, a preacher, or a coach, I'm going to look the way I look until spirit change the way I look. Until spirit tell me to stop talking this way or that way, maybe the way I look and the way I talk is to attract them type of people. And help them. And the more we do it, the more we evolve. The more we change for the greater good. I know this is all over the place and it's really power packed. But this is why meditating and becoming one with spirit is so important. This is the reason why 
letting spirit lead you will get you so far in life. I don't know who is out there that is in in not really conflict but at war with themselves because somebody a parent told them that they could not be something a teacher told them they would not do something in life until you renew your mind and tell yourself that you got all the tools that you need right in front of you right there in around you right within you baby everything before you were sent to this earth you came fully loaded you came fully loaded so what you need is already within you just like a tree plant the seed and watch it grow plant the right seed and watch it grow you will sprout into Everything you are meant to be, your gifts is in you. Go within and get them. Bring them out because we waiting on them. Your spirit is key. We waiting on your gift. Don't keep us waiting there. <laughs> Don't keep us waiting. Do the, Take the necessary steps. Manifest. Take them necessary steps, a few seconds. And some of y'all do the best thinking and meditating while you're on the interstate. Take a drive and think, ask questions, get solutions. And when you pull over, write it down. That is the the activation phase. Writing it down and then go back and reread it and ask more questions. It's seeking truth. That is how you do it. They say, seeking you shall find. Write it down. For example, the seeking part. When you get on Google and you type in motorcycles, new cars, car lots, dealers, you Google this. Then you get back on Facebook an hour later and the only thing that's popping up on your phone is cars, car lots. It's because you searched it. Searching is seeking. You search the thing and the computer algorithm allow everything you was looking for to be in your face, in your present moment. To keep searching and keep seeking until you find what? The car that you want. That's the same thing in your life. When you ask spirit, a question, ask the right question too. Don't just ask, hey, spirit, you know, um, why am I why am I overweight? Okay, he's gonna spirit gonna answer. Cause you're lazy, cause you're greedy. No, ask the right questions. Spirit, how can I lose weight and enjoy it? I guarantee you. TV, commercials, videos, people, they're going to all start populating in your, right in your face to become what it is 
you are seeking to become. That is how this thing works. That's manifestation. That is allowing spirit to lead you into all truth. You have what it takes. So that pretty much sums up today's lesson. Lesson to a manifestation, meditation, and just being happy and loving yourself. Becoming a great human. So like, please, share, comment, pass it on. Pass it to a friend because we all need this because someone holds the keys to your dream too. When we free up these things, that these stories that made us become better, when we hold that captive, you allow someone else to continue to hold their story, their gifts. And them gifts might benefit you. So don't judge. Love one another. And speak up. Don't be afraid. Speak up. I love y'all. I thank y'all for listening. Y'all have a wonderful, prosperous day. I'm hearing that some of us are toxic. Some of us, our toxic trait is to always allow toxic people to be in our vicinity and that isn't something you should be used to it shouldn't be so common like everyone that you've dealt with or is currently in your life they are so obviously toxic And we see the red flags, and yet we go forward. That is a toxic trait of ours, which is, to me, one of the worst of all, because we're manipulating ourselves. We're self-sabotaging our future, our calling, our dreams, and our own life. Because we see, we see that we have grown accustomed to allowing them to control our life, giving them full control over manipulating our minds and breaking our hearts and confusing us to the point of This is familiar, but this is comfortable. That is insane. Instead of walking the other way, we're so comfortable with that. We have 
not allowed ourselves to overcome the fear of moving in a new direction in our own life. Just walking away. It sounds so easy, but when you're in the light of all of this toxic traits, you don't see the light. Because nobody has pointed out that the spotlight is on this toxic situation. So you don't even know what to look for. You're just there. But I'm here in meditation right this second. And spirit is pouring into me and telling this to me about myself. And I am going to share with people what the Most High has given me. It is okay to love people and yet still walk away. We try to make those two things something so bad in our mind. We love the zoo, but we're not about to let all them doggone animals come and live in our house. Like, you can love a thing, but not possess it. You can heal yourself and mend your heart and forgive a person does not mean you have to have that person to yourself. You can have all of it. You can have abundance. And abundance is forgiving a person that hurt you and love them, but not be with them because you know their traits. You know that they have not fully, they, they, were, they were just a lesson. They wasn't your person. That was your person to learn the lesson and move on in your life. That's it. And that's not a bad thing. We make that to be a bad thing. That is beautiful. That is growth. That is change. That's abundance. When you can have all those things. We have to reprogram our minds to know that you can forgive, love, walk away, grow. Those are beautiful attributes to humanity. And perfection is another one that we have to redefine. Perfection is not for the next person. Perfection is for you. Just like asking a person to forgive you is not for the next person, but it is for you. If somebody think, oh, you're perfect, you should. You should feel that you are perfect. You've taken necessary steps in life to Help yourself, love yourself, reprogram your mind, renew your mind, change the way you look physically, emotionally. You have taken the necessary steps to become better and to understand that you are right where you're right where you need to be in life. And you're trying. That is a form of perfection. You are not doing these, you're not taking these steps. To have the world view you as perfect. You're taking these necessary steps. So you could look in the mirror. And see perfection to yourself. We have to redefine that word now. 
you look you took the time to look in the mirror and face your fears and your demons you started business you got out of toxic relationships not to get back into another one friendships you've let go of things that didn't fit your lifestyle anymore you face those demons that is a form of becoming greater and that there is a form of perfection But we let people tell us that, oh, you think you're perfect. And then we we say no. And we tear ourselves down with the words that we speak with our own tongue. Because of fear to say, yes, I am perfect to me. And the reason they brought it up is because, in a way, you're perfect to them as well. Or else they would have never chose those words to let come out of their mouth. It is okay to see the red flags in people and love them right where they're right where they stand. Just love them because you was once there before as well you grew and if you feel that they're not growing then remove yourself from a person that's not growing or else you will stay stagnant right along with them they will become an anchor on your dreams and future on your life your sanity your health your growth they will anchor you down Why does all the rich and wealthy say surround yourself with like-minded people? If you're around someone that's constantly growing, evolving and changing, simply if you're around someone that want to sit on the couch and binge watch, when you go over there, you're going to do what they do. You're going to binge watch a TV show. You're going to find yourself watching a show you never thought you would watch and you will find some type of interest in it. And you will binge watch it with them. And that goes in every area of our lives. But if you surround yourself around someone when you go to their house, they're always hustling. They're always motiv- motivating you, motivating themselves. You see, they have kids or, you know, they, they're starting their own business. You're going to find yourself becoming more of what it is you want to be. You're gonna start looking more into your calling or what you're gifted in or what you would like to do. Surround yourself around those people that's not just in finance and wealth and career, that is in relationships and friendships and fitness. I mean, if you're around somebody that always work out, every once in a while you're gonna find yourself walking the track with them, walking the block with them, going to the gym and talking with them. It's inevitable. Growth is well worth the growing pain sometimes. Do not get caught up 
and social media hype. Do not get caught up in toxic friendships and relationships. Do not get caught up in people downplaying you and trying to confuse you because we all at heart know exactly what we want. Because we say it to ourselves in the privacy of our own minds all the time. I want now, I want to change. I want to know this. I want to know that. I want to be different. I want to be fit. We say it all the time. We know exactly what we want. But we walk into confusion on purpose. I want to be a millionaire. And you get this millionaire idea. And then something happened where you convince yourself that you're not worthy enough of this wealth. Or you get stagnant, or you get lazy, or you let somebody convince you that you're not good enough to do this. No more. No more of that. We are moving away from this behavior today. that ends the meditation session for today my advice to everyone is put you first because if you're not in good good condition if you're not mentally healthy physically healthy emotional spiritually healthy You cannot be these things for nobody else. Just like when you board a plane and they teach you if this plane crash, what is the first step you should do? And they tell the parents, put the mask on yourself first. It is not selfish to think of yourself first. Because if you sit here and put the mask on the child beside you first and you don't do it for yourself, you die. The child is left with what? We have to program our minds to think about self-care and self-love first. If you're nothing to yourself, you're just an anchor or a toxic entity to the next person. 2020 we have had time to sit in this house and in the privacy of our own homes and mind to realize our purpose the things that we want the things that we desire and where we want to go we have seen red flags in people that we will no longer just sweep under the rug those red flags are there for a reason okay stop sweeping them under the rug We're going to start telling ourselves, I have to put me first because this does not benefit where I'm going. 
I have to put me first or else I am just a bum to the next person. I have to love me first because I matter too. No matter what somebody call or text or try to belittle you about, you matter. So, peace, love, and happiness. Self-care, self-love is the best love. It's the best care. Pay attention to what people show you. Pay attention to what's going on around you. Your angels, they're showing you exactly what you need to see. Do not confuse it. Do not stay on the wrong path of confusion and fear and comfortable. Like you so comfortable over here that you're going to ignore all these red flags and just keep walking in fear. Take the next lane. Take the next turn and get on the right path because it's the thing that you fear the most if you just face it. If you face it, I'm telling you, you're going to end up walking into everything you have ever wanted. Everything you ever desire is right there. It is on the, when I tell you, it is on the backside of fear. It's not down the road, up the corner, around the block. No, when you face that fear, it is right there, abundance. Face it. Stop ignoring what it is you know you're supposed to do. Stop ignoring what your heart is telling you. Stop ignoring what your mind is telling you. Stop being weak. Give it a try. What do you have to lose? You are already in a crappy place. What do you really have to lose at this point? So, it's Kiara Rollins. That's all I have for this meditation session today. I hope you enjoyed it. Please share, comment, like it. Come back in here the next meditation session. I love you all. Peace, love, and happiness. And I am praying for all my listeners. I'm out. So, me, my 
husband, my mom, and my father. Uh, I know a lot of y'all don't know me, but for the ones who do know me know, me, first of all, first and foremost, them four people I just named can get real ratchet. However, we like to keep it clean and classy. And we nice, we, we a vibe, we don't start no mess. You know what I'm saying? We just, we just some cool, collected type of people. So, getting to the story. This weekend, y'all, I'm gonna have to use my blinkers. So, if y'all hear my blinkers, I'm just trying not to get hit out here. So, this weekend, we went to a bar. I'm gonna describe the bar. It had like three pool tables. One was out of order. So, we down to two pool tables. And... It is, it's a mixed bar, but it was a total of maybe, I'd say maybe 12 people in there. And it was a nice environment, calm, cool music playing like a normal bar. And there is a couple, there is an older gentleman, he looked maybe 70, 80. Um, he had an older lady. She looked the same age as him. And there was a younger man. And he was maybe in his late 40s with his sister. Same age. So, okay. We go in. We vibe. We, you know, laugh and plan amongst ourselves. And the older gentleman and the younger white gentleman. Yes, the other... Uh, people were white and they were already on the pool table just shooting pool and apparently <clears throat> the rule of pool table is whoever been winning on uh, a particular table they they like the head honcho of that table and to get on the table to play you have to play against the person that's been winning all night because it's now technically his table is what they describe however you know every bar is different every person different every situation is different there's been times where people go and they doubling they playing they playing for sports or they playing just to be playing or some, you know it's just different for every event i mean every club and every person so i guess they you know playing by the book because i've never heard of that but anywho the man does not excuse what is about to take place. So the man, the younger gentleman, I'ma call him Mr. Problematic. The problem. He, they they finished their game. They had been playing about two rounds. There's no more tables open. And they, you know, they don't spoke in this, that, and the third. So I'm sitting at my table and it's kind of behind the pool table and the older man like almost popped me in the face where I'm sitting in my chair and I hop up because it's almost as if like you seen me sitting here, you knew where your angles were, but then again I overlooked that because this is a game of pool. Don't come sit by a pool table thinking that you won't get by, you know, so I overlooked it. Cause he could have, you know, 
me being me, I was like expecting to excuse me and then I pay more attention or whatever the case may be, but I was wrong. So I moved. I didn't say nothing. Nextly, they get off the table and as there as my husband and my dad get on the pool table, the problematic one comes up and throw this childish tantrum talking about and I'm gonna have to give it to you how I'm gonna have to give it to you straight. He talking about hell no. Uh y'all gotta play, y'all gotta play him. This his table. Y'all can't, what the fuck? Y'all think y'all can just get y'all ass on? Like, whoa. Pipe down. Cause it's it's a pool table. It's really not that serious. And if somebody done put their money in the pool table, you sit there and watch that. They done uh bust. So and then you jump up with an issue. If the pool table is the older gentleman and he didn't say nothing I think that you shouldn't say nothing if it's not a problem to somebody else don't let don't make it your problem because now you just purposely trying to insert yourself Mr. Problematic so huh, after that they kind of got in each other's face and my dad and my husband was trying to like really keep the peace and at this point, I'm just 38 hot because it's too much going on in the world for one, you to be talking to a black man like that. Secondly, over a pool table. Thirdly, you are a man just like they are without, no matter what color y'all are. You need to be respecting the person, your opponent or your neighbor or your friend. Show some respect. You could have said all that without so much aggression behind it. You didn't have to speak to another grown man, another human, the way you are doing. As if they your child or they owe you something. He, they, this, you'd have thought this man was a damn slave owner or they was his kids himself. So they done kind of got in his they face. Everybody in everybody's face. And at this point... Yes, I show my colors. Like, I don't grab the whole pool stick. Because at this point, like, in our 2020, the year of 2020, you don't know what to expect. You really don't. So, it's, it's so sad that we have to go into defense mode to the point where this, it got to go there. Because this man will not let up. This man will not let up. He will not stop with the gestures with the disrespect with the foul language with the uh like trying to with all due respect type of um disrespect so and it was so it, it seemed so privileged it was so it was just disgusting so is there my dad and my husband trying to you know defuse it like men because i know that if they just snap off the deep end and stop trying to be so nice or professional 
and I feel like they was really just trying to enjoy their night as well because if this was in the streets and if honestly if this was in the streets or in the hood this a went whole left we already know that if you black you know what I'm saying even if you white and you about that life you know what I'm saying so it really could have went a whole different way but the fact that this man deliberately kept kept going as a black woman I've picked up a pool stick and I'm just my first instinct I'm finna crack his damn skull I'm just gonna keep it real I am about to bash this man's skull in and I'm what now I have have turned into like a whole mother figure with a black child and I am about to protect like I'm a whole lion with some cubs it was just it's too much it's too much what we have to deal with and go through and it was pure ignorance that he would even conduct himself in that manner and even on my end you know i had to go and by the end of the night they made a big fuzz they was being disrespectful they was making racial like comments and out of nowhere, the owner come and take the out-of-order sign off one of the pool tables and gave us our own pool table. After, it wasn't until we let it ride completely. Like, we allowed them to not alter our energy or our mood. It wasn't until we took control over our emotions and realized that we are in this moment to prove a point. Because I remember even saying to my mom, I was like, I don't know how Martin Luther King did it. Like, the patience, the disres blame, disrespect. Like, mama, I don't, I don't understand how he fought without fighting. He fought without physically harming somebody. And he changed the world just by doing that. So, for us, to go out to an event and do what Martin Luther King did without weapons, without fighting, without being our natural, normal selves, cutting up and turning that place up. You know, it wasn't until then that we ended up with our own table. And after that, they ended up, it, you can tell that it shifted their entire night because the older gentleman he ended up sitting at the bar alone he looked as if he was upset with the younger guy the lady that was with the older man she left and their energy had just been altered completely in such a negative way and i feel like wow it's sad that one man with too much mouth could have ruined their entire night. I mean, how many of y'all don't went out and y'all have let something small alter y'all entire night where you, it carry on to the next day or carry on to that night, um, altering, you know, a nice love making night or um, a night full of joy, good memories and smiles. How many times have y'all done that? You know. So I just feel like it's not really controlling your trying to be in control of anything. Like I was going to say, 
control your mood or control your emotions. It's not really controlling them. It's just altering them and allowing them to see the positive. Always converting your emotions, your mind, your heart, your chakras into a positive era. Like, tell yourself that my night is still going to go good. We're going to turn up. We're going to rock out. We're going to vibe. We're going to be respectful. We're going to be loved. Because the energies that we started to put out. Because once the fight was about to take off. Or once we once we started to get a little livid. We started to tell each other. And they mainly had to tell me. But we started to tell one another that. We're going to have a good night. They're not worth our energy. We're going to keep our energies high. We are peaceful. We finna dance. You know, whatever it takes, whatever you got to say in the moment. And that's what we did. And in doing so, we, we ended up allowing those energies and those vibrations to vibrate into our vicinity because the table was out of order but the man came over and fixed it you know he fixed what was going on with that pool table and now we are awarded a whole pool table and now we don't have to deal with them at all and after all of that the lady, the older lady, ended up playing pool by herself, angry, talking about us, all type of stuff, talking about telling her boyfriend or her male friend that she wanted to leave, this, that, and the third. They, their night was ruined. And I'm not wishing that on anybody. I'm just telling you, in the next situation, instead of provoking it, alter it. Alter it to your liking. You, We have the ability to change the atmosphere in a room. It could have went a lot of ways. It could have got shot up. It could have got a bar fight. It could have... I mean, we could have woosied in there. We could have done anything, but we have the power. One individual have the power. If that one man... That one man had the power to alter the energy... We had, as a team, or even individually, we had the power to take that energy back. We had the power to alter it into what we wanted. And that is what we did, and that is all that matters. So, instead of so much brutality, murder, and killing, so much hatred, try to harness what gifts you have. And alter and change the atmosphere, the dreams, the reality into what it is it should truthfully and honestly be. A positive environment. A happy environment. A wealthy environment. An abundant environment. I don't care what situation you're in. Manifesting is real. And you can manifest however you like. 
He wanted to manifest something negative, but see, we had the peace, love, happiness, mercy, and joy is much powerful than hate. So if somebody is manifesting hate, strife, murder, kill, but there is somebody manifesting love, love, trump, hate. So with us manifesting positivity, positivity trickle down to happiness happiness trip trickle down to mercy grace and love that trumped it we win we won manifest what's right for you in your life this could go in the work environment love life with your kids in your household your finance anything that you lack in life if somebody don't want you to have something, what they be saying, what God got for you is for you, you right. Because if you want it and you doing it out of love and you manifesting out of a pure heart, it's yours. Can't nobody take that from you. It is, it's done, and it is finished. Period. And that there just proved how we can manifest and how we can effortlessly change our reality. So, I want everybody else to try it. It's beautiful. So, that is Love, Light, and Joy from Miss Kiara, honey. On some ghetto, classy. I went from sage to savage, back to sage, baby. We had a good time at the end of the night when it's all said and done. So, control, not control. Let me stop saying control. You have the ability to alter your reality. Boom. Y'all have a good day. I'm out.